the property pod. Pod. pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hello and welcome to the latest episode of the property pod south africa's premier property investor podcast my name is Suren Naidu, and on this podcast show, we gain insider insights from leading executives, analysts, developers, and entrepreneurs in South Africa's expansive property industry. Reboso's Property Fund, the first major black-owned real estate investment trust to list on the GSE over a decade ago, is unfortunately in business rescue. It was founded by property entrepreneur Sisa Ngubalana. However, Ngubalana is no longer involved at executive level or as a major shareholder. The group's financial troubles partly go back to Brexit after a failed venture in the UK, which saw most of its UK properties being written down quite significantly, uh, or almost uh, to nothing, as it were. Its debt-to-loan-to-value ratio was already one of the highest in the sector when COVID hit, and it seems that COVID broke the camel's back, as it were. On the latest episode of the Property Pod, we are speaking to Jacques Dutoy of DTB Business Rescue, one of the joint business rescue practitioners of Rebosa's Property Fund at the moment. We had hoped to also get Rebosa's current uh, CEO, Otis Shabalala, on the pod today, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it. Jacques, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for making the time. Yes, thank uh, Shireen and thanks for the opportunity. And uh, just want to mention that uh, the Joint Business Rescue Practitioner is Bakhlani uh, Mkombu from Genesis. One of my questions, but thanks for highlighting that upfront, Jacques. The company was already in financial difficulties even prior to COVID. With the latest developments re-asset sales, there seems to have been little option other than to go into business rescue for the firm. Yes, Shireen, what what transpired um, is that uh, with COVID, we all know that the retail sector was under a lot of pressure in terms of uh, rentals also square price uh, that was reduced uh, to keep tenants and also escalations under under pressure and similarly to the commercial governmental buildings um, where uh, the governmental departments uh, then went back to a more market-related price uh, in terms of square price on the buildings and that put huge pressure on the uh, loan-to-values of Roses and its subsidiaries um, and as you all know, it's a JSE company, so that was under pressure the whole time. So the loan-to-values are currently under pressure and that we need to make, then in terms of the business rescue plan, we have to then um, have a plan on board, which is then also comfortable to the creators. With the business rescue plan presented by Rebosis, the joint BRP companies, as you mentioned, your company, DTP Business Rescue and Genesis Corporate Solutions, uh, being approved at the end of March, I gather Rebosis will cease to exist or maybe not even be listed on the GSC once all the properties are sold. Is that correct? Um, the intention of the business rescue is is to see that we can rectify the loan to values as far as possible. So it's very important to sell properties at the best value possible um, to reduce debt levels. So it is the intention to to reach high level of prices through the public participation process and sales process, 
and and then for the for for Rebosis to remain with the properties to actually continue as a business and also continue as a listed entity. So the intention is is to see if we can rectify the loan to value and then to see if they can exist going forward. So that is the intention. So I'm completely wrong there. It's not necessarily the end of the era for Rebosis, as it were. It's to sell as many properties as possible uh, to bring its uh, loan-to-value ratio down. Correct. Jacques, there's been some delays in getting the business rescue plan out or approved, but I'm sure you are happy that 100% of the creditors supported the plan in March. Yes, uh, um, the delay was caused by um, us having to um, familiarize ourselves with all the detail of the properties. Now, if you see, we had to, uh, we call it pull apart um, the uh, facts of all each and every property in terms of income expense uh, to, to arrange for uh, um, the Deloitte Self Financial Advisors to give a, a credibility to our figures and also credibility to our business rescue plan in the cash flows going forward and also values and also then to to give a plan that's workable. So it took time to actually dissect all these properties, dissect uh, um, values, dissect uh, uh, income and possibilities in terms of vacancies and filling of vacancies or repurpose of properties. So so the delays was caused to, to actually create credibility and to put facts on the table um, that can be understandable and that also is credible. Well, uh, delays in business rescue is not unusual. You, we had it uh, for Comair and, and now Tungat as well. So thank you for some of that insight. Are you in a position to tell us who are some of the biggest creditors, Jacques? Yeah, at this point in time, it's uh, um, between NetBank and Investec, but uh, NetBank is the biggest creditor. Um, with Investec, and then there's a few other um, uh, financial institutions involved as well. So, effectively, at the moment, uh, Rebosis is controlled by its funders? Um, No. In terms of the uh, business rescue plan, we have to implement the plan. Um, So, it's not controlled by the funders. We have to interact with the funder and the lender, of course, in terms of the act especially in regard to properties and the sale of properties and the release figures and so forth. So we work close in hand with the lenders, but at this moment in time, uh, control in the hand of the business rescue practitioners and needs to implement the plan accordingly. And where does the business rescue uh, process currently stand? Because I understand the, the first part of the public sales process opened on the 6th of April and closed on the 28th. Was this extended? Are the BRPs in the thick of things now doing those uh, evaluations of the possible sales? Because you you mentioned that you've already done quite a detailed um, analysis of each property and and, and what the possible values you could get for some of them are. What we've embarked on is, of course, a public sales process. It's very important to comply to rules and regulations as as listed by the, uh, the JSE. Uh, that we need to comply with. Uh, furthermore, also for all public participation and not to exclude any participant um, for the benefit of the creators, of course, and the benefit of the stakeholders as well. Um, so what we've embarked on is a public sales process. The sub-public sales process we have extended and actually for the restoration purposes, the, the closing date is today for the restoration purposes. Um, and then we embark on a process of uh, letters of interest that will be by Monday, 
where the letters of interest will be filed. And then we'll go through to the process of a due diligence and then offers to purchase. And during this whole time, we will engage with the lenders in terms of adjudicating those letters of interest and also offers. So that will be uh, on a communication basis. But that's the process that we're going to follow. Everyone needs to have the opportunity uh, to partake. Mm. So it's quite a, a lengthy process still. When do, would you hope to have uh, some sort of completion date, as it were? Well, we would, within the next uh, um, few weeks, we will have uh, um, more indication of the interest, uh, the quality of the interest, um, and then also within the six-week period thereafter, we'll be getting to a offer-to-purchase stage. Uh, so we, we preempted in terms of the business rescue plan to complete the process within 12 months, but within the next uh, month or two, we'll definitely have more clarity in terms of interest in the way that uh, um, uh, the, the sales process will plan out. We'll get to interest in a, in a bit, but I read somewhere that uh, on one of the statements, Ribosa's portfolio currently stands around 8.7 billion rand. I'm not sure what this is in reference to. Is that the total portfolio of retail and office assets? Perhaps you want to highlight the group's major flagship assets and number of assets uh, at the moment. Yeah, that is at this moment of time when we got on board as business rescue practitioners, of course, we need to take the value based on income, like a normal commercial basis and NOIs, we need to determine that as at date of, of, of business rescue going forward. Um, in terms of uh, the history uh, is, is important, but the history doesn't uh, determine the value. So the, the value becomes uh, important in terms of going forward, and that's what we need to determine. So there's 41 properties, uh, which is a mix of uh, um, commercial properties, um, and then uh, the uh, retail centers. Now, retail centers are the five centers, of which the biggest is, of course, then uh, Bay West in Port Elizabeth or Coberga, and then um, Hemingway's in East London. We have uh, Sunny Park, uh, Blitz Street in, in Pretoria, and then also Centurion, we've got Forest Hill. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's five uh, major centers that's involved, and then the rest is government, mostly governmental properties, uh, rental properties on commercial basis. I know you said you're still in the process, so you still will garner interest, but I suppose some of those properties are flagship properties. How confident are you most of the properties that are earmarked for sale will sell? I'm sure there's interest both from the listed and unlisted uh, property space. Yes, Shirinke, of course, no one can be sure what the end result will be. But yes, we have a lot of interest in the retail and also in the commercial space. So, yeah, and it's a, it's a variation of interest between listed entities, smaller companies, companies that is in the, um, the space of the commercial and the governmental uh, rental space. So we've got a various uh, various interested parties, uh, which is credible parties that's currently looking at it, and also is coming before business rescue. We've also carried those along in terms of the system. So yeah, the interest that we have is credible at this moment of time. We will see what the letters of interest shows, and then take it from there. Well, unfortunately, it's it's become a little bit more tougher now with what's happened in uh, economically and with the rand and and interest rates at the moment. So let's hope you do get some some interesting offers. Is there more interest in the retail properties uh, as opposed to the office properties? It's a combination, uh, but like I said, after our process is completed with the in letters of interest, we will have more information 
in terms of the interest and how many uh, uh, is actually going to to towards the the offer to purchase side. So that we will know better as time tells us. But yes, a combination of interest. It's not really a question for you, but I'm just going to put it out there. I would have asked Otis this question, but obviously, uh, you know, people will want the best performing properties. So if those are sold, you did mention that Rebosis aims to still be listed, but uh, it will be interesting to see whether it will become a purely uh, office uh, property fund the likes of Bay West and Hemingways, which uh, probably will get the most interest. But uh, I know I've reported on, on Forest Hill before, and that uh, vacancies are quite high in that particular uh, mall. Jacques, is there any further insight that you want to share with regards to the business rescue process uh, or you would like to highlight? Yes, uh, just at this moment in time, uh, like you've said, the, the intention is, is to actually to sell off the retails and to go back to the, 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 the regional interest of, of the governmental space. So if it is a remaining properties, it will be in the commercial side. Um, and that's quite, I think that's quite, quite important. So the intention is probably to, to see if we can have a few bulk sales as well, where we combine good properties with a bit of your challenges and see if you can have a combination. And uh, the intention is to, to keep at least viable and uh, proper properties as the, as the portfolio that we remain with. But it all depends on the purchase price. Our, the hope is to, to get a good prices uh, and to get the, the debt levels reduced uh, to remain with properties. Otherwise, of course, if we can't achieve those debt levels, of course, then by all means, then everything will be sold at the end of the day. But we hope and we we trust that we can achieve good prices in the market, even in, in the difficult situation in the markets. We hope that the, the, the financial institutions will assist in terms of using the balance sheets of the different purchases, uh, in terms of maybe uh, obtaining some aggressive finance, uh, under the circumstances. So if you look at the lenders currently, which is very important, is that everyone is assisting and everyone wants to help and everyone wants to see this business issue to succeed. So we have a lot of support from the lenders and that's good news under the current circumstances uh, with the proposed purchases going forward. I know you are the business rescue practitioner or one of the joint business rescue practitioners and you say that jointly uh, you are the groups are effectively in charge at the moment. But just for clarity, I know CISA is not involved anymore, but does he have any, still have any involvement? In um, not at all, except for he's still a stakeholder as a shareholder in his companies. So, but at this moment in time, of course, like we know in business rescue, stakeholders and the shareholders uh, needs to be, um, the word is to, to, to accommodate everyone. But at this moment in time, it's mostly towards the creditors uh, in terms of satisfying their uh, requirements in terms of the approved business rescue plan. Uh, so yes, in short, in short, he doesn't have any managerial uh, involvement, purely as a shield. Are you aware what his uh, stake is in the company? At uh, the yes, uh, we are. And, and that's uh, um, in terms of uh, the listed space uh, available on public forums. Before we go, obviously, uh, it might have been another question for Otis, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Gubalana's company 
Billion Property Group were one of the companies that sold uh, the likes of Bay West Mall and Hemingway's to Rebosa several years back. Is by any chance in Gubalana's unlisted, uh, this privately unlisted group, one of the interested buyers in some of these properties? Um, we will see uh, during the course of next week uh, in the interested parties. Um, and then uh, the, we can take it from there. This moment of time, we still have, it's, a, it's an undisclosed interest so that we have uh, a credibility to the system and the process. So at this moment of time, I won't be able to tell you uh, if there's going to be a letter of interest received from his group or not. Jacques, thank you so much for your time. That was Jacques Dutoy of DTB Business Rescue, one of the joint business rescue practitioners of Rebosis Property Fund. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. The Property Pod. Pod.